Oh shit! Just <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> I didn't think you were actually gonna do it. Oh man! Oh, we got to monetize on YouTube yeah. for that now. <laughs> oh, man. We're back at it. That was funny. Yeah, welcome to uh, episode fourteen. Holy smokes! Fourteen. I never we thought we'd get fourteen episodes in. Honestly, I, yeah. Well, considering how many hiccups we've had over the, you know, having this is technically episode sixteen. <laughs> At if least we, uh, 16 or 17. Something like that, yeah. There was one week that didn't record, right? The first uh-huh. one. And the very then... first one didn't record, and then one, I think it was original episode 13, we recorded it with no audio. 12. So that one doesn't really, oh, is that what it was? It was 12, we recorded yeah. three yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the technical difficulties of you bumping your desk and your computer shuts down. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I have to find out how to fix that. I don't understand. There might be something loose, I don't know. Get anyway, be really careful. Well, yeah, well, let's get into this one. We've got uh, we've got a good welcome back episode here, and you might notice, Jones, that my backdrop's a little different. It is. No, I did not move. Funny enough, I did move my computer to another room because I have a a roommate moving in. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm actually in Missouri right now in a hotel for the uh, the military police investigator course. Nice. That started last week. And it's going to go until the 23rd of May. So I'm going to be here for a hot minute, dude. I mean, that I think that yeah. means we're going to actually have back-to-back podcasts for the first time in forever. Potentially, yeah. No, yeah, because, I mean, as long as we stick to doing them on the weekends, I have weekends off, right? Yeah. But, yeah, so, okay, dude, I know I talked to you about this earlier, but I got to mention it for the podcast viewers because this is the most hilarious thing ever. I cannot believe this is a real place. But... I- you already know what I'm getting at? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I am in the middle of effing nowhere South Central Missouri mm-hmm. at Fort Leonard Wood, also known as Fort Lost in the Woods. Right, that's fucking huge base. We're up, we're up there in the Ozarks, right? Kind of in the middle of nowhere. But ever since I got like 50 miles out, or even 100 miles out, I was seeing uh, billboards for a roadside attraction called Uranus, Missouri. <laughs> All right. It, it is an unincorporated town. It's not even a town. It is a mm-hmm. structure. It's a, it's a roadside museum, but the thing, well, and let me, let me back up. These billboards are saying things like great fun waiting in Uranus <laughs> or come explore Uranus. Or and stuff like that. Like, they were going all in with this name. Oh, my God. And the thing that they want you to pull off the highway for. I can't even say it. It's a, <laughs> it's a fudge factory. <laughs> the Uranus, Missouri Fudge Factory and Roadside Museum. Yeah. yeah. This place Uranus is amazing. Fudge. And it is literally two blocks away from this hotel that i am sitting in right now i drive past it twice a day going to and from the base Mm -hmm. and there they have even signage on the property right things like we'll pack your fudge they have a sign in their parking lot that says we'll pack your fudge i just noticed that one the other day um they have an additional parking sign across the street that says more parking in uranus Mm -hmm. oh my lord more parking in uranus yeah what and oh, and here's the thing: legendary, legendary. Oh, absolutely. 
the owner claims to be the mayor of Uranus, right? <laughs> but here's the thing. It's not even a town. Yeah. And on their on the website, it says it's not a location. It's a destination. <laughs> that dude. They're going might be all the in on this. Of all time. I know. I right. And their slogan is, and I quote, the best fudge comes from Uranus. <laughs> it is amazing. I have I didn't get a chance to go. I was gonna go today. Um, but then I had a I ran into some stuff, had to take my clothes into town to a laundromat because apparently the hotel I'm in doesn't even have laundry service. Really? Right? That's it's a freaking No, I'm not even on base. That's I'm a more than base. base for you. Nah. Have you got your I'm hair at cut a off base days yet? in. Again? Have you gotten your hair cut off base yet? No. I got my hair cut before I came down here. I'm dreading it. Yeah, there's a... They <laughs> fucked my hair up. <laughs> fucked my hair up, dude. Which place? So I know which where not to go. It's... As soon as you come off base, there's like a little strip of like buildings on your left as you're leaving base. Uh-huh. Maybe like a quarter mile off base. And there's a, there's a, a spot in there uh, right next to a massage parlor, I think. I was looking at that massage parlor, actually. Dude, they fucked my hair up so bad. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah. But that's... yeah, so um, in addition to seeing the most hilarious destination, not location, I've ever seen, um, I'm here for the Military Police Investigator School. Just finished up week one, um, doing everything about the law, right? Mm. So we're learning about... Um, the basis of our laws, which is the Constitution, you know, host nation laws, U.S. statutes, all that kind of stuff. So we laid yep. the groundwork, and then we've been working our way through the Fourth and the Fifth and the Sixth Amendment and how that applies Holy to – um, well, yeah, because we need to know these things nope. about searches and seizures. We need to know about Miranda rights. And as we're going through these, we're learning about all the different case laws that came out of – you know, that have been ruled on in the past that mm -hmm. have changed the laws so that they are now, you know, what we have. So it's important to know those things. It's important to know where the laws come from so we can enforce the law. And the tricky part I'm discovering is separating civilian law from military law, right? Because we do have a lot of people in this class that are National Guard who yep. work with local police departments, right? Well, so their day a lot of the time, cop, they might but their day job is a civilian cop. The, a lot of times, they might also have, like you said, their dual, or um, when they get called up uh, in a national emergency mm -hmm. or for, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, what do they call the garden? Martial law, because Mark right. they send garden and reserve it, or garden before act duty. Like they have right. different jurisdictions too. It's it's mm -hmm. a being in the reserve now. It's a real like weird line that they have for National Guard. Mm -hmm. And well, jurisdictions. We spent a half a day on yeah. jurisdictions. Yeah, I, I got so, out of that class um, I told you last podcast. Um, <clears throat> I was in. I've been in two law classes already for mm -hmm. Homeland Security. Yeah, and that last one was that. It was the you said it. What you went over the fifth, the eighth, and we went over fourth, fifth. We've got over fourth, fifth, and I think sixth. So your eighth so amendment far. two, you'll probably go over. Um, I think, yeah, I think we hit that one too. Yeah, because that Any, anyway. we were like really in depth in that. Yeah. Because um, but anyway, yeah. Fear. So that's um, that was week one. We take our test first thing tomorrow morning. 
that's our first test over that unit before we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a good group of uh, people in my uh, both at my table and the table right behind me. Uh, we always kind of get grouped up together. Um, yeah, these people really know what they're doing. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm you learning some stuff. Guys I'm... Out here? Echo. No, not yet. We haven't. What's up, Echo? Yeah, Good to hear a... from you. Good to see you. Um, opening over there right now, I think, for a tech sergeant. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I happen to be a tech sergeant. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> about I, that, yeah. I talk to those guys a lot, and they um they like me, and I like them. I got to get the the health thing first, but right. See about that. Yeah. So that's new. That's what's new with me. What's new with oh? Uh, before we move on. Um, I did mention I am getting a roommate. He is actually moving in starting next week. Mm-hmm. Um, when he gets back from his leave, yeah, he uh, he had some hullabaloo with his lease. Hullabaloo. Some some stuff happened, and yeah, he needed a place to crash for a few months before he deploys. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to try and move into his own place for only like four or five months, and then turn around and deploy. So I told him, you can crash with me, I'll add you as a lessee, we'll both be saving a shit ton of money mm-hmm. over these six months, and then when he de- he'll deploy, he'll come back and he'll have his own place ready to go, because he's already on some waiting lists. Sweet. So it, it's working out pretty good. Works out so great. I'll be saving, yeah, I'll be saving quite a bit of money over these next six months, and he's a good guy, um, has an adorable fucking dog. Nice. Like, holy shit. So you're yeah. going to be watching the dog boys deployed? No. He is going to, well, I guess we haven't really talked about it, but I think what he's going to do is he's going to send his dog with a lot of his stuff back home ah, okay. while he's deployed. That makes sense. Yeah. So Sad. Because having a dog around a, is amazing. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so he'll be fully moved in, and he will have been fully settled for like a month and a half by the time I get back from this course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's new with me. What's new with you, Jones? Uh, not a whole lot. Just finished a, a class in disaster management this time. Oh, yeah, um, this is the FEMA course thing, right? Yep, so a lot of FEMA hmm. stuff. Um, not really necessarily what I want to do, but it's it's really mm-hmm. good shit to know, honestly. Um, well, I'm but, sure they're good prerequisites too, right? For yeah. future courses. What I've learned in this entire time that I've been doing this course is um, having done BDOC and having done... Yeah. Um, uh, FCC. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of this shit already, or mm. or having done patrol in Turkey, like having you know what I'm saying. A lot of the stuff right. that they go over is like, think about a B dot QC, right? Right. And all the you got to set all react to a you. situation. You got to set up ECPs, TCPs. You that's, know, you run through some checklists. I can't imagine that's FEMA, <laughs> like just on a bigger scale, right? It's FEMA on a bigger scale. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've known a lot of the answers to everything just based off of that and military experience in general. All yeah. the instructors are prior military. The guy that just taught us, he was a prior Marine. Uh, I think he nice. got out as a captain or a major. Um, he was prior prior active duty, or prior enlisted and then went to commission. So he was pretty cool. Did you, ever, did you ever ask him which uh, flavor of crayon was his favorite? He joked about it a lot. <laughs> he, went into, he went in on himself in the Marine Corps all the time making fun of himself. Oh, that's it's hilarious. Just, it was Navy and, and me, right? So one Air Force mm. guy, a bunch of Navy. Um, Ooh. So they, they make fun of it all the time. 
Uh, other than that, I was on base. You didn't come for... out of there all floppy wrist, did you? Fuck no. <laughs> My butt hurts a little bit, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Oh, shit. I was on base for the past three weeks. They need some help, yep. so I went on there and helped them out. Uh, so I'm going to get a fat check coming here soon. The Heck yeah. beautiful thing about the reserves is I don't have to go back until, like, next training. But if they need me in, they're like, hey, we have enough money to pay you to come in. I'd be like, oh, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good getting paid for a couple days on a just a, a tech salary. Yeah. You know, or getting paid as a tech. And it's a... I'll, I'll tell you right now, you need to promote. Must be nice. <laughs> I'll tell you, you need to promote. <laughs> that to that eight plus year tech <laughs> is uh, looking pretty good. <laughs> yep. Well, I, test, I tested for tech uh, a couple weeks ago. And actually tried this year. Wow. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I abacadabbed last year's test. Yeah. I, I've always that, been. That, I, I told you about that, didn't I? Oh, yeah. About my reasonings. Yeah. I. And, anyway. I don't. Th- I think when you're not ready. I talked. Remember old Sergeant Smart? He was my supervisor for a yeah. while. So I talked to him about it when I first made staff. And, you know, they as soon as he made staff, like they prep you for staff there and then they would prep you for tech. And it was like right when I put staff on, they were like prepping me for tech already. And yeah. I was like, I don't even know how to be a staff yet. I don't I don't want to be a tech yet. And he's like, Well, I'm just now learning see. how to be a staff. You see, Jones. Um He's like, just get the rank when you can get it. It's hard to get, so get it when you can get it. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because I very mean, true. Because your job as a tech is to teach staffs how to be staffs. Excuse me. It's like, that's, yeah. a, that's a rough well, task, dude. And, and until you know how to be a staff. Yeah. Right. I do have one one funny thing that did happen. My grandparents left uh, this past week, and they've been here for a few months. That's right, yeah. But we were That was coming, an extended visit. We are coming back from uh, Tiqua, one of the restaurants around here. Mm-hmm. And I have my brothers in the car, and my parents drive. They're driving next to us in their vehicle. And <laughs> we pull up next to them, and I wave. And I was like, all right, let me put some heavy metal on. My brother's like, no, 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 no. He gets my phone. He puts three big balls on. (laughs) (laughs) And we blare it. And we drive next to him, looking at him the whole time. And then, you know, we speed up a little bit. Gets a light. They get there. And all of us are looking at him going, three big guys. And they cover my eyes. (laughs) My eyes just like, wow. (laughs) For like like a solid mile and a half, two miles. um, Every time we hit a stoplight together, they would, my parents were just sitting there just cracking the fuck up. Meanwhile, uh, grandma's like, oh, my God. Oh, it was so funny. I don't think I've <laughs> laughed. I don't think my dad's laughed that hard in a long time. My mom's <laughs> never seen or heard that song ever. Um, oh, no kidding. But it was fucking funny, dude. I It was hilarious. That's great. But that does make me think of um, Ooh, yeah. our what next does that game. What does that make you think of? Yeah. Which is? Makes me think, Makes of. Me think of. Yeah, we've been doing this one for a while now, so I don't think this one needs no introduction. Nope. So let's just go right into it. So Jones, um, three big balls. That's your starter. <laughs> three big balls. It makes me think of um, three big guys, which makes me think of... Um, I'm just using the lyrics, all right? Come in my eyes. <laughs> Which makes you think of... What's your third one? Which makes you think of eating ass. Uh, 
Oh, how's it go? Eat my ass. Like, like apple pie? Like apple pie, yeah. All right. Well, but eating ass like apple pie. Eating ass like apple pie makes me think of my grandma's homemade pies, which... um. <laughs> Shut up, damn it. Oh. Um, my grandma's homemade pie makes me think of family get-togethers. And family get-togethers makes me think of Easter coming up. Oh, Easter next week uh, makes me think of Easter eggs, which makes mm. me think of the egg hunts. Yep. Um, which makes me think of candy and money. Candy and money. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes okay. they hide some ones and twos and fives <laughs> and bunch of stuff in there. Candy and money makes me think of road trip snacks, which um, makes me think of road trips, which makes me think of desperately not. Tr- Desperately trying not to piss myself looking for an exit. <laughs> Desperately trying not to piss myself looking for an exit. It makes me think of road trips. Um, I already makes... said that. Oh, uh, which makes me think of driving from California to North Dakota the first time. Oh, <laughs> which makes me think of chucking a rock at a buffalo, <laughs> <laughs> which makes me think of Yellowstone, which makes oh, me okay. think of a Bottorf chucking a rock at a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh Botorf Botorf trucking a rock at a buffalo makes me also remember the time Botorf chucked my poker chips at the wall and left a divot in our <laughs> dorm room wall. Yeah. Which also makes me think of my really nice and expensive and rare deck of cards that he ruined. Uh yeah. which also makes me think of Poker Night in the Dorms. Ah. Uh. Poker Night in the Dorms makes me think of... Oh, that was a different time. I was going to say the time that Pounders tried to chug a... Um, not your father's with me. And he picked <laughs> the sink. <laughs> um, uh, po- oh, Poker Night in the Dorms makes me think of... Pounders and I making your drinks a little bit... Uh, <laughs> a little bit higher alcohol content. Which makes me think of winning. Wow. Yeah. Uh, winning. God, makes me think of Charlie Sheen. Which which winning. makes me think <laughs> which makes me think of two and a half men. Tiger blood. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think of daytime television. Ooh. Oddly enough, daytime television makes me think of soap operas. I think we were saying Mari Povich. <laughs> which makes me think of doing chores because mm. um, I always used to procrastinate my chores and somehow watch the soap opera because um, my mom had it on um, which makes me think of bad acting okay uh, one more each yeah one more each all right bad acting makes me think of uh, high school plays which makes me think of Oof. Which makes me think of a lot of the gay people that I used to work with. <laughs> Which, trust me, that's why I can't stand the word moist. There's a story behind that one. Um, okay, yeah, so bad act, uh, bad acting makes me think of high school theater, which makes me think of gay people, which makes me think of transvestites. That was almost a really good um, segue. make me think Oh, of- no! Make me think I didn't, of. I didn't realize. Fuck. Um. 
transvestites make me think of modern politics, mm. which make me think of the government, mm-hmm. which makes me think of House of Cards. <laughs> okay, not and a bad that segue. makes you think of I, some I Netflix really originals. Darn right. Yeah. So I forgot that top five was before Hero of the Week. Oh. <laughs> and mine was about to be the perfect transition. Anyway. Oh, no, this ain't restaurants. No. All right. Yeah. So our top five this week is Netflix originals. Now, this is both movies and shows. All right. Yes. So we've got some we've got some good ones here. Um, well, you go first. I, I don't, now, Jones, you said you have mostly shows. I have one show and four movies. I actually have only shows. Really? No movies? Well, one's I, kind of a show, but it's it's like a four-part series. Interesting. I'd be curious to see what it is. All right. I guess I'll start off. Um, my number one movie that I thought Netflix kicked out was Extraction. Extraction. With Chris Hemsworth. Extraction. This was a diamond in the rough as oh. far as Netflix action movies are concerned. And here's why. Believable characters. Very believable situation. But the action scenes were both phenomenal and well choreographed. And um, That's when he's trying to get that young girl out, right? Guy. Yeah. Oh, the young boy. Yeah, in Bangladesh. Yes. Um, but oh, was it Sam Mendes? I think it was Sam Mendes that did the uh, that directed it. But there are a lot of really good long exposure shots, especially in the action sequences. Yes, there it, are. It was brilliant. It was tech. It was um, that car scene styles that they use. Oh, the car, the fight scene leading up to the car scene. Yes. Right. Um, but yeah, and it's also perfectly paced. I thought mm-hmm. between action and storytelling. There was good twists and turns. There was a good redemption arc. Everything about it, as far as recent Netflix solo movies is concerned, Extraction ticked all the boxes for me. Also, rewatchability is a big one for me when it yes. comes to movies. I think I think it was good. Oh. I think the end kind of felt a little corny, but that's most action movies, honestly. They set it up for Extraction too, though. It's already in the works. Oh, really? That's yeah. probably why it felt a little corny. Yeah, but it was good. <laughs> So we talked about this one um, before. Well, we mentioned that Vi- oh, we did? the Vikings was not a Netflix original. So... You're right. That's a History Channel show. Yeah. Last okay. Kingdom. This show was fantastic. Cake. I Incredibly well done. This might be, which alludes to our new category here soon, a hot take. Mm. Um, better than Vikings. That is a hot take. I, wow. I think that Last okay. Kingdom hmm. overall is a better show. Mostly because don't know. Vikings for fell those... off after so uh, that yeah. person died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, The Last Kingdom is a series on Netflix that chronicles, that initially starts with the Danish invasion of England mm-hmm. and when Alfred the Great ascended, uh, took the throne in wessex which is the southern part of what is now southern england back when there were like four or five different kingdoms in england and it was alfred the great's dream of a united england in the midst of this danish invasion it's an incredibly well done show 
Um, great action, great characters. Um, yeah, just really good storyline. It's uh, it's going on for what four seasons? They've done four seasons. So yeah, far? they're coming out the last one, I think, soon. I hope so. Yeah, I'm, I, mean, I hope it's not the last season. It's going to be the last one. It probably um, is because is the sad. main character's story arc is coming full circle now. Yeah, um, it's the storytelling. It's phenomenal. The acting in it mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Um, some of the things that I love dialogue. About, the, some of the things I love about Vikings, they did very well in the Last Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Some of the things I hated about Vikings, um, they either avoided doing or or um did better than did Vikings better. did. Yeah, yeah. Like some of the story tropes in Vikings, I think they just did better in the Last Kingdom. Um, yeah. but yeah, phenomenal fucking show. I didn't even think about the new one that just came out. Uh, the new Viking series that just came on Netflix. That's that one's phenomenal too. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. I don't even know about that. Yeah, there's a new one. It's called Um <clears throat> Here, I'll I'll get it if you want to go next. You're number two. Yeah. Okay, my Ah, uh, Valhalla. Oh, you know what? Vikings Valhalla. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. I very much enjoy it. Not as good as Last Kingdom, but okay. Um, I need to switch mine around a little bit. All right, my number two. It's a it's a duo because they're two movies in the same. It's the it's Knives Out oh. slash Glass Onion. Okay, I haven't watched either. Holy shit, these are incredibly well done. They are um. Kind of a Sherlock Holmes style murder mystery mixed with like Clue, mm-hmm. where everybody's in a house together as it happens, figuring it out. Story develops in an unknown twist and turns way, unintentionally hilarious. Right, mm-hmm. brilliant cast of A list characters. Um, yeah, the movies are just they're romping rides from beginning to end and they all have both of them have that sherlock holmes type um twist and explanation at the end like how did we arrive here and it's it's brilliant and Mm -hmm. uh and mostly unintentionally hilarious so yeah those since those movies are our original movie and sequel uh i wanted to lump those in together there i still have to watch those they're fantastic dude but one that we watched together Oh, oh my god! I completely forgot this shit it was on Netflix. Fucking Marco Polo, dude. Shit. That show. Why did that not make my list? That show. When I got we hung up on movies. It, yeah, that show when we watched it. Um, oh man, was kind of revolutionary in storytelling for mm. for like historical shows. Um, so well done. A lot of historians oh, even yeah. come out and say like, pretty accurate. Um, what happened? I am beyond pissed. Yeah, that they canceled it when they did because they set up season three so well. Well, they came out with uh the Marco Polo Hundred uh, Eyes, Hundred Eyes, which was yeah, eh, it was alright, but it was good. It wasn't. It wasn't Marco Polo. It was well. It was just another Netflix action movie at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he was badass. Were, and that dude was. That dude's a fucking badass. But Marco Polo, the storytelling in that is so mm. phenomenal and it shows you um 
trying to find the right well, word for it. It shows I the think, dichotomy you know, of the leadership of mm. the Hun the Hun or the cons. Um like the fact like it would have him as a murderous douche, and they would have him as the person who brings in tons of different cultures and stuff, and then it was just right. told by an outside source of mm-hmm. how they ran their dynasty and it was phenomenal. I think what they did the best and the thing I appreciated the most was the way they played out and developed the relationship between Marco Polo and Kublai. Yes. Like, holy cow. Yeah. The acting is amazing. And- the, the verbals, the nonverbals, everything about it was so well done and it felt so visceral and so real. And their relationship wasn't linear either. No, it was, was strained. It was, yeah, it, it was up and down. Up and down all the time. Um, he almost died a few times. Yep. Uh, but then he was like the main man a couple times. Like it was just such a great, well, one, a great story in history, mm. first off. And two, just phenomenally told. Um, another one that didn't make my list uh, that's like that is um, the Ottoman Empire. I haven't seen that one. You would love it. It's very close to Marco Polo, but it has that narration in the background. So it'll be okay. like acting, tons of acting, and then. Um, like while they're attacking or something, there'll be a little bit of narration on like the history of mm. of that, but phenomenally put together. Um, so kind of like a docu series. It's kind of like a docu series or, or, or a docu drama. Yes, right? but the it's feels very similar to Marco Polo, except for cool. every once in a while there's one of those. That's an honorable mention. All right, uh, what's your number three? Uh, for number my number three is the Last Kingdom. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For all the reasons listed previously. I don't think it. We need to talk about this one again. Nope. Uh, I'll just go ahead and but, get my number yeah. three then. Yeah, just just roll right into it. So this one you may not have watched. Uh, okay. It's a Korean movie. Train to Busan. No. Oh. Oh, it's just called Kingdom. Yeah. Huh. So it's a it's it's a set back and I don't know what period. Maybe it's no, it is Korea. Um, like old school samurais and shit. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there wasn't samurais in in Korea. I'm just saying that era. That was that was Japanese. Um, that era. Uh, but it's a zombie show based on that time frame. Interesting. Yeah, and um, it's it's such a crazy show. Um, huh. they go through gr- uh, phenomenal storylines. Um, from the main characters, how it was, how the zombie thing was made. Uh, the first person that ever got it was the fucking emperor, and it spread from the emperor. Ah. And like how one of his wives takes power and fucking. This is, it's just a crazy fucking storyline. Crazy. Fucking I never would have considered like Dark Ages zombies. Me neither. Until that right? came out, and I was like, it blew my fucking mind. And it was Clever. like. It was like scary. Like there hmm. was there were some parts I don't get scared very easy, but there were some parts that were like kind of bone chilling. Um wow. But it was it was just really well put together. Very well put together. Cool. I've got to check that out. All right. You should. My number 4. This might be a controversial pick because the movie wasn't that popular, but I really liked it. Mile 22. Hmm. With um, it's with Mark Wahlberg, 
and uh, oh. the chick that plays and the chick that plays Maggie from The Walking Dead. Is that the Boston Bomber one? No, no, that's uh, Patriots Day. Oh, okay. No, not Patriots Day. Is was it Patriots Day? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, bad American. No, mile twenty-two. Um, Mark Wahlberg has a team of special operators, special intelligence people that are tasked with extracting a rogue agent who is attempting to defect, mm-hmm. and they have to make it through twenty-two miles of downtown, hunted by host nation um, forces. But I think what this movie did differently. Really? It's a great that. movie. All right, but here's the so it's not just a shoot 'em a modern shoot 'em up action movie. There are those elements of it, but um I think what they did differently with this movie was they gave Mark Wahlberg a character that was so likable mm-hmm. and so unique and fit his persona so well. Um apparently he's He's not a genius, but he he's a high intellect individual. But he masks that with um a very off-putting personality. Okay. So so he's a douche. Like I just straight off. He he's a royal douchebag, even to the people that he works with. But he's so that that character type lends itself so well to him getting the job done mm-hmm. that that higher-ups can't really fault him because he's so good at his job ah. like his his style of dealing with people is to just make them so uncomfortable but in a you're an idiot because you're not as smart as me type of way I fucking hate those people <laughs> but but they make this guy yeah. his character is so cool that and Mark Wahlberg plays him so well, and they flesh out this character so well that I think, even if that's the only thing you focus on, that automatically elevates this movie up past just your normal Netflix action movie BS, mm-hmm. right? The the character development in this movie alone, even if it's just with his character, is so well done that it made its way on this list for me. Interesting. Yeah, my number four might be you might laugh at it a little bit is that chick flick no arcane never heard of it so this was that league of legends one where netflix went out and they produced a show based on league of legends oh no kidding and it was legitimately great yeah the storytelling it was phenomenal the artwork was phenomenal was even it like, animated? yeah even my dad liked it um no it was it captivated people and it it's one of the first shows I've seen personally that they do a good job with a video game. There's, okay. There's not a whole lot of shows out there that they, so did they take a video did game they use, Did they use the art style of their Blizzard cinematics? Like, did it look like their cinematics? No. It was more... I don't know how to explain the too, art too style. Too bad, though, because I would have enjoyed watching that, honestly. I mean, yes and no. So it was based on, so it's like Jinx art style, Jinx and Vi. So the story okay, is sure, based yeah. on the relationship between Jinx and Vi. That's the whole story of the first season. They um, aren't in a lesbian relationship, are they? No, they're sisters. <laughs> oh. Right? So, you know, um, it goes over the, the whole lore of it. The next season's going to come out with totally different characters and stuff. Hmm. Um, but it goes over how. Like there's two different societies, one's above ground, one's below ground, 
and how they huh. intermingle with each other. Um, it it's just so phenomenal. How well, there's a lot of lore. There's a lot of lore associated with League of Legends and each yes, one of their characters. There is, and how so their characters they've got a lot of material to pull from. They do, and they just did it so well. I I didn't think I heard like oh they're gonna do a League of Legends, and I have played that game for what it's since 2012. So yes, yeah, so over a decade, eleven years now. Um, not so much recently, but I'd never thought they'd be able to pull off an actual good show because of what they do with Halo and how dog shit that shit was and yeah. some other shows from games never knew they would be able to pull this off but it took a lot of people um that were never video game fans never heard of the the game or anything it introduced them to the lore of the game and it was it was amazing heck yeah wait hold on a second ah oh, shit i think i need to change another one okay i I was originally going to do All Quiet on the Western Front, but... It's a Netflix original. It is. The remake. Um, mm. Which is... Oh, I need to watch it. It's up there in the list of war movies that is actually hard to watch. Oh. Because it's so visceral. But, um, I want to maybe do a tie. All Quiet with uh, The Witcher. Fuck! I forgot about The Witcher. <laughs> I just thought about it just now, actually, because you were because th- you were talking about video games and adaptations and lore, and that made me think of Henry Cavill and why he's not part of The Witcher anymore. And it's because he had such a disagreement with the the creators about you know the yeah, source material because he played the games and read all of the books. Yeah. So, but also the fact that The Witcher was an incredibly well done show. So, such a well done show. I mm-hmm. honestly, I'm kind of dreading them coming out with a different actor. I'm not even going to bother watching it. I probably will. Didn't they cast? Didn't they cast Liam Hemsworth? I think they did. Yeah. Wait. No, his brother, Colin. What? Yeah, it's not Liam Hemsworth. I think they they cast his brother. I could be there wrong. There are about only that. there are only two Hemsworth brothers. There's Chris Hemsworth who plays Thor, and Liam Hemsworth. Oh, that's, the bitch. What, I, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm oh, talking did, about. Did they cast Chris? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Echo says the do... writers of The Witcher actively dislike the source material. What? Fuck those guys. Yeah, Jesus. it's a great. It's oh, <sighs> fuck them. It makes their job so much easier. I know. You just do the thing that they. <laughs> exactly. Oh fuck. Speaking of which, um, shit, this might become my new hot take. A TV show based on a, or a mini series based on a video game that I would love to see, is Ghost Recon Wildlands. That would be. Great, I would actually. I would love to see that game and that concept turned into a mini series, a single season mini series. Ooh, Stranger Things, huh? That'll round out my top five. That's fair. That's fair. I haven't finished the last season yet, but what the first uh, season did, just just the first season of Stranger Things was so fucking good that it became an instant cult classic. Well, and it was a brilliant concept, the idea of the parallel universe and the the inside out or the upside down. And And they they put it in the... Using the kids. Really good time 
in history. What's in, in the seventies, right? Something like that. So it's back a, when those horrible a, haircuts were in style. Yeah, they're actually playing D and D on an actual board. Um, <laughs> they're riding bikes around, being actual kids, and yeah. like it. It's in such a great part of great. It's so well placed in American history. Yeah. Um, and it, the, the story of it's so good, and it just became like I said a cult classic within the first season, automatically. And that's mm-hmm. sometimes when people, when everybody thinks something's good, it is not all the time. Um, but sometimes they get it right, and they got it right. With Stranger Things. Yeah, I want to call up um one honorable mention. Okay, this was on my original list, but then I started remembering, um these other tv shows but my honorable mention then is the king the king the king based on henry king henry the eighth i think either the eighth or the 13th in france uh played by a young timothy chalamet who is a phenomenal actor by the way okay um for a period drama um, drama, really. It's not even an... I wouldn't even consider it an action movie. There is some action in it, but the storytelling and the plot and everything is incredibly well done. And I came in there thinking, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be just another Netflix movie, mm-hmm. right? But that one was really well done as well. I'd recommend you checking that one out. I Also, Robert Pattinson pulls off a convincing French accent. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I've never really been the biggest fan of him specifically, but um, he got a bad rap right off the get go doing just because he did Twilight and, and Twilight. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say one that you should watch. You ever seen Polar? Yes, with uh, with uh, Mads Mikkelsen and Matt Lucas. Dude, yeah, that movie's the shit. <laughs> it he's, was pretty good. He's a bad when that chick's having sex with them. And they're getting ready to snipe him, and he she drops down and she gets shot. <laughs> like, oh, dude! And then he's like, "Where did he go?" And he shows up right behind him, like you know, three seconds later, which uh-huh. is stupid. Naked, <laughs> it kills the guy. <laughs> that and uh, I was gonna look a show that I've I did really enjoy, um, Lucifer. Oh yeah, it's where yep. you know he comes to earth I've, and I've becomes seen a detective and of it. yeah and then starts realizing the great things about humanity and ends up you know um if everyone's ever watched i'm just gonna do a spoiler alert, so skip ahead like 10 15 seconds no 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 no, no. that's just let's just leave it at that let's just all leave right it at that. well anyways it, it's a it's a well-written it's a well-written story and it's not about the devil doing bad things it's about the devil seeing into humanity and and coming to love humans basically so that would do that as a another honorable mention. All right, are you ready to move on? I do, and you know what have we next? I think it's yours. Wait, hold on. I think it's no. I think it's uh, hero time. Oh uh, yeah, hero times, right? Yeah. So we're gonna do this one quick. Um, quick and dirty. But there was a piece of shit human being. That shot up a school recently in Nashville. Um, well, that wasn't a school. Yeah, it was. It was connected to a church. Christian school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
individual ended up being or identifying transgender that has nothing to do with anything in my opinion besides maybe some mental problems um as all of these people have uh but there's some two bad motherfuckers that went down mm-hmm. there and, and dispatched this individual pretty quickly once they got on scene. Nashville, Nashville police. And that is uh, Officer Engelbert and Officer... How do you say his last name again? Collazo. Collazo. It looks um, like Collazo, but if it's Hispanic, two Collazo. L's is a Y sound, so Collazo. Yeah, I, I watched the video before the podcast while we were, we were talking. And just what class act fucking human beings. Five um, quick shots. Ba, 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 ba. Professional. Um, and there's nothing, there's nothing I can say bad about these guys. Uh, but yeah, I am jealous of their reticles though. I, I am. It looks like a really nice variable zoom or an LPVO, but they're technically classified as not what I would clear your building with personally, but, um, yeah, just good on them. So both, both of them. Thanks for fucking serving our country the way that you do. Thanks doing the take... opposite of what Uvalde did. Yeah. Doing doing the right way. Direct Res- a threat. Neutralize the threat. Direct a threat. Save lives. Huh. And taking out some bad fucking people from this earth. So I'll you. end it on if you if you go to a place of ch- with children in it, um, and you try to shoot up a school, um, you're probably gonna go the deepest form of hell that any religion believes in. <laughs> I don't care if you're Christian, Catholic, Muslim, whatever. Whatever the deepest circle of of the bad place you can be in that religion, you're going there. So, On a better note, though, what happened this week in history? Yeah, this week in history. Funny enough, we're starting off religious. Um, we're starting with, uh, this is the week of April 2nd. So the featured event uh is the death of pope john paul ii he was the bishop of rome and head of the roman catholic church from 1978 to and he died in 2005 um he was the first non-italian pope in 455 years and was the first from a slavic country so the the southeastern uh portion of europe so that was in uh he died in 2005 uh, another featured biography. Oh, excuse me. Uh, today is the birthday of the very famous Charlemagne, the Holy Roman Emperor and leader of what is now modern day France. And well, the Holy Roman Empire was like Italy, Germany, France, most of Central Europe. Uh, but he was actually French. Uh, he was born in 747. And he died in 814. Funny story about that. Now, Jones, I've mentioned this on the podcast in the past. Somehow, Charlemagne keeps popping up. His sword, the sword that he was buried with, was dug up and used by Joan of Arc during the Hundred Years' War. Really cool. Uh, Let's see. Moving on. Ooh, 1992, American organized crime boss John Gotti was convicted on 13 criminal counts, including the murder of Paul Castellano and others, racketeering and obstruction of justice. He was sentenced to life in prison. Didn't they make a movie about him? John Gotti? I can't remember. Uh, Let's see. 1982, Argentine troops seized the Falcon Islands. 
Say that with a British accent and sound like you're not swearing. <laughs> or a Brooklyn accent. That's what they said, too, when they invaded Falk. Yeah, right. Oi, Professor, which Falcon Islands are you talking about? There's Falcon <laughs> Islands all over the place. There's Falcon <laughs> Islands everywhere. <laughs> um, 1968, Stanley Kubrick's movie, 2001, A Space Odyssey, had its world premiere in Washington, D.C., and it became an instant classic and sent the benchmark for sci-fi films. Yeah. 68. Kind of shit. Shortly but... after that, yeah. So then it would have been a few years after that Star Trek and the first Star Wars came out in the early 70s. Which are? So, yeah. Well, a million times mm. better. <laughs> well, hey, it's 68. Come on now. Give I the mean, guy a break. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, 1917, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson asks Congress for a declaration of war against Germany during World War One. Let's see. Um, oh, speaking of Star Wars, 1914, British actor Alec Guinness who played the original Obi-Wan Kenobi in the in the original trilogy series, who was known for a variety of excellence on his stage and screen characteriz characterizations, was born. So that was his birthday. Today, back in 1914. Let's see what else we got. Ooh, let's go all the way back to 1865, American Civil War. In the face of advancing Union forces, Confederate troops evacuated Richmond, Virginia, which was the capital of the Confederate States of the America, or capital of the Confederate States of America during the American Civil War. Let's see what else we got. Ooh, going all the way back to 1513. On this day, 1513, Amer Spanish explorer Juan Ponce de Leon oh, landed on the Ponce coast of Florida. Oh, yeah, Ponce de Leon. Something about the lion. Wasn't he in search of the fucking... Fountain of Youth. Yep. Yep. Just like a lot of them were. But he actually landed in Florida and not the Caribbean. All right, moving on. And there's April been old 3rd. people there since that time. <laughs> All searching for it. Well, Florida was a Spanish province for... Or a Spanish colony for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. up, up until, like, after the American Revolution, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Don't quote me on those dates, though. All right. Featured event of April 3rd, 1948. Uh, U.S. President Harry S. Truman signed into law the George C. Marshall Post-World War II Plan, also known as the Marshall Plan, which was a plan put in place to revive the economies of Western and Southern European countries so as to father democracy in the region. And it may or may not have been a total disaster. <laughs> Most uh, let's see what... Do are... Yeah. I mean, what... Ooh, here we go. Um, 1996, federal agents in Montana apprehended Ted Kaczynski. You know who that is? Dude, that's a fucking crazy story, by the way. You know what he was known as? The uh, fucking, I can't think of this, the name of him right now. But the Unabomber. Yeah, insane story. Yeah, I saw cool. a docuseries on this one time. I think it was in my anti-terrorism course. Yeah, it was. It was in my anti-terrorism class uh, before I deployed. That's yeah. right. Found out um, that they had federal agents in the postal service. Mm -hmm. Did you know that he killed? He killed three people and injured more than twenty with explosives sent through the U.S. postal system. Yep. Yeah, and from then on, they created federal agents within the badge carrying, gun carrying federal agents within the postal service. God, that's crazy. Insane. <laughs> oh, here we go. Nineteen seventy-three, the first handheld mobile telephone call was made by an employee of Motorola who called AT&T's Bell Laboratories. And then society went downhill from there. 
1968, at an event for the Memphis Sanitation Workers' Strike, American civil rights activist Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his mountaintop speech. The following day, he was assassinated. I didn't realize it was that quick. Right. For assassination. Now, this this isn't his famous I Have a Dream speech that he delivered in Washington. That was a couple years earlier. Mm. Um, yeah, this was something else. So this was... So tomorrow, in 1968, will be MLK's assassination date, which I will most likely see as I keep scrolling down through this website. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, another birthday, 1961. American comedian and actor Eddie Murphy was born in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, uh, oh, this is an interesting one. 1946, the Japanese Army General Hama Masaharu was executed for forcing the Bataan Death March. Damn. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Bataan Death March was a forced prisoner march of American POWs um, up through Japan. Miles and miles and miles, and most of them didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And um, if you ever spent time in a global strike base for the Air Force, you know that the Bataan Death March is a memorial ruck that we do every year out in Arizona. Yeah, yeah we try to recreate the conditions as best we can. We'll we'll load up like fifty pounds of fifty pounds of solid and canned foods. Yep, which and then we ruck. Which we donate at the end. Yeah, it's a really cool event. Unfortunately, I never got a chance to participate in it. Me neither, sadly. Um, I tried yeah. to, but... Well, because they have tryouts for it. Like, they make you do rough yeah. marches to find out if you can keep up, literally. I remember I helped um, organize one back in Minot, but I was unable mm, to go. You know why I wasn't yeah. able to go? I was you broke fu- your back? No, I was a fucking crit position. They won't ah. let me go TDY. The Damn. downfall of my... Not career. I did really good, but... <laughs> downfall of it was getting certified yeah. in her position oh here we go here's another uh birthday 1924 american stage and motion picture actor marlon brando most famously known as his portrayal of don corleone in uh the godfather series uh let's see what else we got Ooh, going back to 1922 joseph stalin became the secretary general of the communist party of the soviet union a position that provided the power base for his dictatorship and the killing of what is it, 20 million Russians yeah. during the reign of terror. Yeah, bad. And the, the associated um, starvation. Kind of crazy how the Communist Workers' Party uh, pops out shitheads mm-hmm. throughout history. Oh, um, back in 1882. American outlaw Jesse James was shot and killed by Robert Ford in St. Joseph, Missouri. That is not far away from where I am right now. Wow. Hmm. Cool. Uh, uh, Okay. 1879. The city of Sofia was liberated from the Ottoman Empire by Russian troops and was named the capital of Bulgaria. I stopped there. That was my the first stop on my multi-leg trip back from my deployment. And, oh, here we go. 1860. This one's interesting. The mail delivery system, known as the Pony Express, which used continuous horse and rider relays along a 1,800-mile route between St. Joseph's, Missouri, again, and Sacramento, California, was launched in the United States. Tomorrow, in 1860, the Pony Express. Wow. Wow. 
That's pretty cool. All right. Moving on to April 4th, like I suspected, our featured event, 1968, the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. One day after his previous mountaintop speech. Let's see what else we got on this day. Oh, we have a death. 2013 was the death of American film critic Roger Ebert, uh, best known for his profession and the first person to receive a Pulitzer Prize for film criticism. Yeah, Roger Ebert, like to get a good review from Roger Ebert was like the highlight. That's like getting a 100 on Rotten Tomatoes nowadays. Back in the day, Roger Ebert, like his criticisms appeared in the newspapers and the magazines. Like he was the guy you wanted to please with your movies. All right, what else we got? Aha! Uh -huh. On this day, 1975, Bill Gates and Paul Allen founded Microsoft, which became the world's largest personal computer software company. Interesting. 1975. Wow. Funny enough, that's after we had already put people on the moon. Ironic. So we already had some really cool computer systems in place or some really powerful computer systems in place. Let's see what else we got. Oh, here we go. 1960, the biblical epic movie Ben-Hur became the first film to win 11 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Lead Actor in Charlton Heston. This is one of the most epic movies ever made. Also, fun bit about this. I think arguably the reason why this movie was so successful was the chariot racing scene. Jones, you know what I'm talking about? If you're still there, you probably went somewhere. But, uh, do not remember, no. Okay, well, there's, there's a very famous scene where there's a chariot race. And this scene is being is famous for being the only scene where an actual human death is captured on film. There's a scene where a chariot rider gets thrown from his chariot, is playing a game of Frogger, and gets run over by horses and a, and a chariot. Essentially trampled to death right there on scene. That was not scripted. It was an accident. And they kept it in the movie with permission from the family. Yeah. So, and because it was such a visceral and realistic looking scene... It lent itself to the credibility of the whole, you know, the whole movie, right? And because um, this was way before special effects or anything like that. Um, so the scene that you see of a guy getting run over face first by horses and a chariot is real. And it's one of those oh shit moments where you realize, you know, the danger of the situation that they're in. Really cool. That's fucking insane. anyway. Moving on. Oh, another birthday, 1928, American poet Maya Angelou. I had to I had to analyze a bunch of her poems back in high school, back in the day. All right, what else we got? Uh, let's move on. Uh, 1841, after serving only one month, William Henry Harrison became the first U.S. president to die in office, and he was succeeded by Vice President John Tyler. Two people that I guarantee you had 90% of Americans didn't even know existed. 
All right, One moving on. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, all right, we'll do one more. One more day, April 5th. Our featured event, 1818, Chile. Uh, their independence movement, led by Jose de San Martin and Bernardo O'Higgins, that's, a, that's an Irish name, won a decisive victory over Spain in the Battle of Ma- Maipú. Probably butchering that, which left 2,000 Spaniards and 1,000 Chilean patriots dead on this day in 1818. And featured biography, um, United States General and Statesman Colin Powell was born April 5th, 1937. And he died October 18th, 2021, at the age of 84. I think he was a secretary general for a while. I can't remember. Uh, more events on this day. In 2008, American actor Charlton Heston, who possessed a commanding screen president and was best known for films such as Ben-Hur and The Ten Commandments and Planet of the Apes, he died at the age of 84 in 2008. He was also famous for the My Cold Dead Hands speech. Remember that one? Or at least you know the saying, right? I know the saying, but I do not remember the speech. It was, I think it was originally done at an NRA rally where he made a comment. It, he was talking about Second Amendment rights, and he's famous for holding a big musket or rifle above his head and saying, from my cold, dead hands. That's, that's where the saying came from. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'll have to look that up later. Oh. 1994. American grunge rocker Kurt Cobain, leader of the band Nirvana, suck started his 12 gauge. Oh yeah. At the age of 27, allegedly. Right. Yeah. Allegedly. Um there are, there are some interesting conspiracy theories that he and a number of other famous rockers at the time were involved in a anti um child sex trafficking ring exposé story. Yes. And, and not even pr- just back then, recently as well. With Chester right. Bennington and, and uh, Chris Cornell uh-huh. and all that. Yeah. The prevailing theory is that they were offed by people involved in these uh, criminal enterprises. This is an interesting one. 1984. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar surpassed Wilt Chamberlain as the all-time leading scorer in the National Basketball Association. Wow. Really? Good for him. Yeah. Actually, Kareem's I- stats are ridiculous nuts all the nuts i looked it up because they were talking about or on one of the sports shows i listened to they were talking about michael jordan versus lebron mm. and then they were like as the best of all time and they're like have you seen kareem's stats and they're like just insane just fucking yeah. insane he was ridiculous so he should be in that all top, right top three top two <laughs> absolutely all right uh we have another birthday, 1856. American educator and reformer Booker T. Washington was born. He was notably the first president and principal developer of the Tuskegee Institute, uh, Tuskegee Normal and Industrial Institute, now Tuskegee University. He was born in Virginia, uh, April 5th, 1856. Going back just a little bit further, 1792, George Washington issued the first presidential veto in, uni- in U.S. history. The rejected, the rejected legislation concerned congressional redistricting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, on this day in 1621, the Mayflower departed from England after having deposited 102 pilgrims at what became uh, the American colony of Plymouth. 
Oh, I'm sorry. The Mayflower departed for England after dropping off the Pilgrims at what is now Plymouth, Massachusetts. Which was captained by who? No, 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 no. He captained either the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria. Those came later. No. His father, Christopher Jones, captained the Mayflower. Oh, no shit. Really? And then his son, Christopher uh-huh. Jones, <laughs> captained uh, the Santa Maria, I think. Your direct... Um predecessors yes apparently um speaking of uh the new world and new england in 1614 powhatan indian pocahontas married virginian planter and colonial official john rolf hmm. yeah um let's see what else we got nope that's it that is your week in history all right we're back Honestly, it's always crazy to hear. I think something that's lost in in our society today is history. I mm. don't think people care about it because everyone's... It's a five-second world, right? Whatever's on your phone for five seconds is what you believe. But yeah. History is extremely important. Like, um, think about Russia, right? Who did we talk about Russia? Stalin. Uh, Stalin. Yeah, and what he did to his Elected own people. Elected through the Communist Working Party, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't the Communist Working Party the same as elected Hitler? No, it Hitler wasn't, was... It a... wasn't the Nazi Party at first. It no, was... Hitler was originally a fascist. Hmm. Maybe it was someone else. Maybe it was... Um... Who was the Italian? Anyways. Well, the Italians been a were few, fascists. Uh, thinking like... You may be thinking of Mao Zedong Mao Zedong. Um, a lot of really bad people in history have been elected through communist yeah. ideologies and yep. currently in America, I'm not going to get political on it, but currently mm-hmm. in America, there is a movement towards communism, mm-hmm. um, without looking at the history of communism. So right. I think it's very important that we look back Speak, on history. Speaking of history on that, that subject, I don't, I don't want to preach second amendment because the, for those of y'all who know me, know I'm a big second amendment proponent. Yes. Um, same. with that in history, um, you may not like guns, but I want you to educate yourselves on the history of people of disarmed populations. Most recently so look at Canada. Yeah. Oh God. They're As using of, like, program two weeks is ago. nuts. Two or three yeah. weeks ago, Canada banned all uh, sales and transfers of firearms yeah. in Canada. That's yep. fucking it's, scary. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, yeah, educate yourselves on uh, German Jews, r- post-World War II Russians, and Maoist Chinese citizens. All three of those people, Hitler, Stalin, and Mao, all were big proponents of seizing weapons right before massive genocides happened. So, yep. it's not about hunting, people. No. It's not about hunting. Which is why not we're not getting political. Well, kind of. Who gives a fuck? It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, don't listen. I don't know what to tell you. But it is good to garner perspectives. Like, our entire podcast is based off of is garnering opposite, opposite perspectives from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I feel a segue coming on. Yeah, and you know we could go into a fucking hot take from that. Mm, yeah, our new segment. Look at that. That's, looks pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, looks pretty decent. 
Um, oh God, what did I do? Uh Oh, what did you do? So, yeah, this is something new. We just kind of thought up on the spot because we were looking for a, a placeholder because the Darwin awards were kind of fizzling out a little bit. It was becoming harder and harder for us to find good, funny content. So we decided that um, it was kind of a spur of the moment thing because I was Jones. I was saying when we're trying to come up with debate topics, most of the time where we come up with a topic that we don't necessarily want to debate, but we have a, a really good opinion about yes, it or we agree on it. Most of the time we agree on it, but then there's like, oh, here's some insight that I have or here's an opinion I have that yeah. might not be possible or um, popular. Mm-hmm. I thought about naming this one unpopular opinions yes but um but hot yeah. takes is a good is yeah a good, because we could say fucking anything and it could be a hot take um to somebody just like anything being a popular opinion to somebody um true that but um so the way we're going to do with do this it's going to be pretty informal it's actually going to be a very short segment um it can also be completely random or we can in the future we might try and turn this into um like keeping categories like we've been Mm -hmm. doing with previous podcasts but um i'll start it off all right right. here's my hot take i've heard a lot of arguments on who's the best spider-man toby mcguire andrew garfield or tom holland okay i think that each of the three of them does something best in relation to the spider-man character than any of the other ones did right i think toby mcguire was the best. Um, I think Tobey Maguire did the best job of establishing a character, right? The 2002 Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire did a very good job of being a believable character, right? He set up the franchise and he did a great job at it. I don't think it, you'll find anybody who really doesn't like Spider-Man 1, 2, or 3, right? Okay. With that, I think Andrew Garfield was the best Peter Parker as an awkward person interesting i think the way they wrote his character and the way he delivered his lines his his mannerisms his physiques i think he was the best now i think tom holland is the best spider-man and here's why most of his stunts he can do in all fairness that's a very good point he's classically trained in um ballet dance and um oh what's the other one like tumbling, like gymnastics. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of the stunts that you see Tom Holland do as Spider-Man, it's actually Tom Holland and not necessarily a Which stunt Which is impressive and something in Hollywood I don't think. Yeah. Like, there's there's famous actors like Jackie Chan, right? Always has his own stunts. Oh, my God. Or Tom Jackie Cruise Chan. always did his own stunts. Yeah. So it's impressive when an actor goes through and actually does those stunts. It makes it more realistic, in my opinion. So that's my hot take. My hot take is it, it boils down to... There isn't one best overall. So if you were to pick, and this is how we're going to run these hot takes, um, if we hadn't previously mentioned, uh, we'll have a, a questioning side if necessary uh, for one sure. of us, and the other one will have a hot take. Uh, we may swap every once in a while to another hot take. Um, sure. But that, that's my hot take. So so if you had to choose one holistically, Spider-Man. One holistically. Holistic, best Spider-Man overall. Out of all three of them, which one would it be? So, I would say Tom Holland, and here's why. One, for everything that I've mentioned about him being the best Spider-Man. Okay. Two, he makes a very good 
Peter Parker. Right. Mm-hmm. I just think Garfield. I don't know what it was about Garfield's performance that I liked just a little bit better. But I think if we're talking overall, the reason I would pick Tom Holland is the fact his age. He's actually a high schooler, right? He is? Sure. Yeah, he's only like 17 or 18 right now. Or maybe he's in his early 20s now. But when the Spider-Man movies were coming out, he was young. And he it was much more believable that late teen, early 20s Peter Parker was a high school student. He's 26. Okay. But when those movies were coming out, he looks younger. It's a little bit more believable than it is, you know, mid-30s Andrew Garfield playing yes. a teenager, right? Or, you know, Tobey Maguire, when he did the original Spider-Man, he was in his late 20s. He didn't even look like a high schooler, let's be honest. No. <laughs> so, so, so. In, in addition to that question, I'll ask, if you were to pick one quality from each actor to make the supreme Spider-Man actor ever, what would you do from each of them? Okay. I would have... a good one i did not see that one coming i think it would be the the serious persona of toby Maguire. okay both as peter parker and as spider-man because he he was able to handle the some of the darker themes um i would take that that personality that serious personality of toby Maguire. i would pair that with the hilarity and awkwardness of andrew garfield's peter parker and then I would also pair that with Tom Holland's skill as Spider-Man. And I think that would give us this, his skill and his physical physique, the fact that he looks more like a high schooler. I think if you wrapped all that up, you would have a hell of a Spider-Man. And that's what it is. Now, Here's my hot take. I don't think that <laughs> I need to even provide a hot take this week off, off of that one. Oh, come a, on. I think you got to do something here. I think it would be a disservice to what you just did uh, for me to provide a hot take. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So but if maybe you really, we'll, maybe... If, if you really maybe... do okay. want one, uh, then I can go into something. We can make it quick. So this this may this may be somewhat of a hot take. Um, okay. The new three songs that came out from Metallica recently, specifically the 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 most recent one, I think it's called okay. Seventy Two something, um, are better than like their past four albums. Wow. Oh, okay, that is a hot take. Combined. Wow. You're talking Saint Anger. You're talking uh, Death Magnetic, uh, mm-hmm. and whatever the other albums are that weren't that great. Um, War pigs? No, that's that's a that's a uh, song, right? Yeah, and it's that by Black Sabbath? Ozzy. Yeah, it's Black well, that's Sabbath. Ozzy. Okay, never mind. Yeah, also Black Sabbath. Um, so Metallica, this recent like maybe three or four months, they've came out with three new songs. These three new songs go back to their um their original like style of of singing back in like okay. the Black album. Um, back in like uh, Ride Lightning and fucking Justice for All really honestly mm. sounds a lot like the Justice for All album. Back when heavy metal was in its infancy. Yeah, and it's like it's like grimy, 
it just sounds like you hear it and you're like, that's fucking Metallica. Just put some hair on your balls that's, all of a sudden. It did. I'm going <laughs> to go fucking shotgun a beer and praise Jesus after that shit. Maybe not Jesus Metallica. I don't know. But it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost somebody. I almost cut the sleeves off my shirt and drank another bush light. After after you, hearing that, you almost you almost grew your beard out. <laughs> I just I almost know. grew sideburns in a fucking <laughs> soul patch. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna have to check them out because I got yeah phenomenal drive. I got plenty of drive time going to and from base every day. Fuck fuck fuck. I'm on, I'm only 12 minutes from the main gate, but I will sit at the main gate for 20 minutes every day. You know what that would make me do? You make me want to rage a little bit. Yeah, and that rage Speaking is not that, getting me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> good segue. I like it. So you want to explain to the the peeps that have never this. been here? Um, actually, before you you explain to the peeps that have never been here before, we haven't plugged our other platforms yet. Oh, you know what? Yeah, while you're doing that, I'm gonna grab my second beer. All right, a full S- send. So, if you guys didn't know, we're on a lot of listening platforms right now. Most recently. We made it to Apple Music. So, you can listen to us on. Wait for Lear to get back for his... Yep. Actually, while I'm looking for it, honestly. Did you mention we're finally on Apple Podcasts? We're on Apple. Ah. We're finally on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it took me a while. It was kind of fucking stupid. The way that they make you do it. I'm just going to be honest, Apple. Sorry. Not sorry. Get a better platform. Not a very um, user-friendly... Not very... It's not even an Apple Music where everyone's at. You have to go to Ooh. specific Apple Podcasts. Hope y'all didn't smell that. Um, that. But we're now on what you're watching right now, Twitch. Mm, we're on Twitch. What you're watching the VOD from, YouTube. YouTube. You're on Spotify. Duh. Listen Notes, Podvine, Samsung Podcasts, Apple Music, Audible, Podcast Index, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Deezer, and Apple Podcasts. Deezer's nuts. Deezer's we nuts. Say that every time. <laughs> so if you want That's to listen to us on something, oh, and we're on Rumble. Oh yeah, can't forget Rumble. Can't forget. I don't even know anything about the site, but we're there. Yeah, our our uh, YouTube alternative for the conservative yep. crowd. Right next to Absolutely. Andrew Tate and fucking I don't know who else is on there, but yeah, we're over uh, on literally every platform you can possibly listen. So if you guys aren't listening, yep. why? No excuses That's anymore. What I <laughs> and uh, I'll apologize right now before we get into this. Don't get me started. We have been very sporadic on mm, our uploads, yeah. uh, but it's been a really busy month or really busy past couple months for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, O'Leary, but then I was on base doing like twelve days straight of work and all this shit. Too, yeah, so it's been do- it's I'm been rough to get a podcast. Like four different TDYs in five months, so. From now until, well, really from the end of February till like end of June, I will be away from my apartment more than I will be in my apartment. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yes. Um, Now you should see at least until the end of next month, maybe some more stable podcasts because we both have a lot of time uh, with an exception of maybe two weeks from now um, for my drill. Uh, oh that's right well we can do it during the week at some point or Mm -hmm. on a friday night or something right yeah because i am doing monday through friday eight o'clock till about three o'clock of classroom yeah 
um after this starting this next week i'm not sure how much classroom and how much out in the field type training is going to be maybe it'll be a mix i don't know all i know is my work day is going to be pretty regimented which is nice and i will have weekends off um so yeah so hopefully you'll get updates uh or uploads they'll be on fridays like usual for youtube um i have to wait for it to upload to youtube before i can go ahead and upload it to all the other uh streaming platforms so usually like a saturday or sunday for the streaming platforms so usually about a week from today usually on average now in saying that let's get back into the fucking podcast yeah don't get me started with this one and we're going uh with our theme from our yeah we're sticking with our movie our movie theme yes uh we did this in the top five we're gonna do this in our debate but well i had to do with my hot take too yeah um we're gonna go into love and hate now this will be a card game in the future still trying to work on categories we've been pretty busy working on that one um basically have the somewhat of the design of the card done uh nowhere to purchase this stuff nowhere to do everything we gotta finish the categories maybe mm-hmm. buy a couple packs for him and i so he can play it with some people i can play it with some people we can get some feedback um so it'll probably be a few months or so before we can get this out to anybody kickstarters are always a slow process yes but do you want to start well, or want me to start if... uh you can start all right so would you like your love or your hate first you know what give my hate this time all right you hate movie theaters that serve you food during the movies. <laughs> All right. So I start the time. Went up the time. Oh, it's already it time. So I hate movie theaters that serve food for a plethora of reasons. One of them, I'm sitting there enjoying it. I got my, my kickback in my, my chair because now they got fucking lazy boys in those bitches, right? Mm. Drinking a beer I bought at the counter, um, having a good old time. And then this motherfucker wants to walk right in front of me during an action scene, right? I miss part of the movie. Maybe the main character gets shot, and I don't know what happened. And they walk in front of me asking for my order, standing in front of me. I can't even see the fucking movie. What's the point of that? Hell yeah, I want some chicken tendies. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want chicken tendies at the expense of seeing my movie. I spent my solid $15 nowadays to go see a movie. I don't need Damn. your $17 chicken tendies um, while I'm watching my movie. Sorry. Not sorry, but don't serve me food at the movie. Okay. Fair point. That one actually fair went point. pretty well. I that actually, one, that was actually... That's one of your better ones. I really like getting <laughs> served food at the movie theater, though. <laughs> honest, when we were great, down yeah. in Texas, and um, we went to that movie the theater. Palladium. Yeah, yeah, dude. Holy shit. It was the best. That place is cool. What did we watch? Um, what movie did we watch there? I know we watched Mad Max. It was an older, uh, it was an older movie, right? Because you couldn't watch newer stuff there. What? Yeah, the one that we went to in in tech school. Yeah, I thought we watched we watched Mad Max one weekend, and I thought we watched uh, like Jurassic World or something like that. We watched. I think that was a different movie theater because we went to that one, and that one only did like movies that already came out and our DVDs. Oh. All yeah. right. Anyway. It was still fun. All right. Since you did your hate, I'll do my hate as well. What do I hate? All right. You hate. This one might be easy. Um, movies based on military and military operations. Oh, okay. Don't get me started 
on this. Okay. Movies based on military and military operations always get a whole bunch of things wrong. They always get <laughs> tactics wrong. They usually get weapons wrong. But most of the time, it's just so outlandishly unrealistic. Like, it, especially if it's the, like the, the new age, high tech type stuff, they always use weapons that the military doesn't use. Right. They pull some sort of equipment out of their ass that doesn't exist. Right. And in their attempt, their to magazine be, has unlimited ammo. They never fucking reload. Don't get me started <laughs> about that. Thank God for John Wick, who taught us that you have to reload during a goddamn firefight. Yeah. OK, there are a few notable exceptions to the military movie rule, but by and large, especially um especially some like the independent movies uh, where they're not like ascribing themselves to a certain like unit. Like act of valor was a great movie because they used actual Navy seals to do yeah. all the acting and the maneuvers and stuff. That was, that was a notable exception, but by and large, they screw up a whole bunch of stuff on yes, average to do. There's been a good, honestly, since lone survivor came out. Ooh, that was a good one. And act of valor came out. Exception. I think they've, they, they transitioned to having someone there from the special operations community or yes. uh, with a military background that will show them um, actual tactics. This is how you actually do this shit. And I think it makes the movies like, uh, was that Jack Reacher? Not Jack Reacher. Um, Jack Ryan. What was the one on? What was the one on Amazon? Uh, uh, Jack Ryan. Are you talking about the TV show or the movie? The the movie that had Chris Pine in it. No, not that one. What's the other one that just came out? That was had, Jack Ryan. Um, got a recruit. Had... The Jack the Jack Ryan TV show with John Krasinski, or are you talking about the older movies? What's the one that like just clear... recently came out that was really good? And it had the it had the dude from um... Chris Pratt? Yes. The terminal the terminalist. The terminalist. Like I talked to a, I had a Navy SEAL in my class, uh, and mm -hmm. he was like, It's really cool, but obviously a lot of that shit's bullshit, right? Um, or like the show Navy SEALs, like, yeah, that I mean don't watch mm. that shit. It's bullshit. But to us, it's pretty fucking cool. But that... well, what's his? What was his beef with Navy SEAL or SEAL Team? Right? SEAL Team. Yeah. What's um, his beef with SEAL Team? Because I like SEAL Team. Well, he's <laughs> he's a legit Navy SEAL. Uh, did like thirty years. <laughs> so Jesus. retired. He's like sixty something years old, and they requested him back in the career field for an extended active duty retirement. Somehow, I don't know how that works, but operators do whatever the fuck they want, honestly. So, um. Assuming they can stay healthy or alive. Yeah, I mean, what's the be be scared of uh, old man and young man's profession? Isn't that the, mm. the quote? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was he was basically saying like, yeah, a lot of the tactics and shit, or like the home stuff is like, whatever. But I I like it. I think it's a phenomenal fucking show. I like. But it. yeah, some of the stuff in some of those movies is it's Hollywood. Pretty far fetched. Even even um, Lone Survivor, there's some Hollywood in that shit, you know, like they don't show him crawling for days, hiding under rock. I mean, they do like the the short snippet, but they don't show like from when yeah. he got to the village and everything. They don't show that whole like. Every oh, bonus. because that doesn't that doesn't make for good movie. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right. You ready for your love? Yeah, I'm ready for my love. You love it when people talk and text during the movies. <laughs> You're a real son of a bitch. You know that. <laughs>
You know what's better? You know what's better than watching a movie? Watching a movie that's that's well lit, right? So I gotta come up to the bathroom <laughs> and there's there's seven to ten people in each row with their phone with their phones on, and I gotta have to go take a shit. I gotta go take a pee. Um, it's real dark in the movie theaters. So all these people on their phones uh, lighting up the alleyway for me, make sure I don't trip and hurt myself. I already got a bad bag. <laughs> I don't need that no more, right? And then they're talking. You know, sometimes it adds some some really good commentary to the movie. Like when it's a horror movie and you hear that person in the background going, don't look in the fucking closet. Exactly. Linda, he, she shouldn't look in the closet. Oh, no, that's some scary shit right there. Exactly. It is. And I agree. I would never say it because I'm not man enough to say that or I'm not a douche. But um, that's a hot take right I'm there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't mind it. Those are the worst people in the world. They're right behind yeah. people that chew with their mouth open. Um, oh, they're right behind those people. Well, generally they are those people. Generally they're the on their phone going <laughs> like that, right? Right behind you, just fucking somehow in your ear. They have their foot up on your chair as a, as a you have a fucking foot next to you as you're trying to enjoy this movie. It's smelly ass fucking dude hasn't taken a shower in six weeks. Probably has fucking gangrene. Bought my beers in front of. Yeah, it's got green gangrene in his fucking foot. Or they have their shoes off, their socks in front of your face. They're chomping on shit like they eat dick all day, and they're talking during the movie. Those are those people. Those people have a special place in hell. That's all I'm gonna say. Right behind people that shoot up schools. Maybe even next to. All right. All right. What's my love? You know what you love. Just keeping this movie based. You love Human Centipede. What the fuck? <laughs> Good luck. What the fuck? Good luck. I don't even know where to begin with this. Oh yeah, this you is love arguably... it so much. Oh my. You know, I think I'm just gonna take the L on this one. Nope, keep going. You got 46 really... seconds of. Okay, so the premise of the Human Centipede is is it a it's a it's a scientific experiment to see if. If one guy has his lips glued to another guy's asshole, and then another guy's lips glued to his asshole, can one can all three of them survive when only one guy gets fed and that constant recyclable waste process? Oh my god! Yeah, so why I'm do you freaking love out it? Thinking about why do you it. love it? Why do I? I love. Oh my god! The fact that they really went through the whole scientific process on this one. Okay. Uh, got some uh, some test subjects formed a hypothesis. They put it to the test, and they found out if it worked or not. Where the fuck do you get off? <laughs> Tell me to talk about this shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even watch the whole movie. I oh, file that one under movies that should never have been made. No, they should never. That have been made. that Green Inferno. Anyone that tells you that they liked Human Centipede. You should They're probably a depraved, disgusting human being. You should probably, you know, yeah. Put a sorry, not sorry. Me. That's the first people one you've sh- ever not been able to finish. I've done my job, and don't get me started, and made it so you, you... couldn't finish one. That's yeah, the first time I think either of us one. haven't been able to finish it. That was rough. Because there are literally no redeeming qualities about that movie. I can't even claim good acting, good cinematography, good. Storyline, the lighting was anything. pretty good. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. The lighting. It really showed the human struggle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With ass to mouth. <laughs> it really showed what eating ass feels like. <laughs> <laughs> If you were to really eat ass your whole life, uh, you would die. Unless you're in the middle, then you're the one that lives. No, if you're the one in the at the head. I thought the one in the middle li- lived. I don't. I don't fucking. I don't remember either. I don't. Anyway, alrighty. All right, Jonesy. I have a would you rather for you, but it's not a really a would you rather. It's a would you do it. Okay. All right. You become a famous and wealthy actor, but it's doing porn. Okay. What kind? That's all you do is just porn. Yeah, but like... Like, not OnlyFans porn. Not yet. Legit. But like, what kind of porn? You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter. Am I sucking dick or am I having sex with beautiful women? Any. So, the spectrum's there. And I could spectrum is there. You can't pick. Just assume that you have your finger in all the different pies. And you are famous for it. But you're wealthy. Would you do it? Well, the Air Force already fucked me for free, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. Because there's there's that slim chance. It's like a third chance, right? See, there's a third chance that you're just having sex with beautiful women who are, who are super nice ladies and, you know, you're doing your thing. Fine. Do it in a heartbeat. Sounds good to me. I'll be rich. Uh, right up until... Now, there's another that third... pulls on a strap on. That's that. <laughs> or, like, humiliation porn or some, like, crazy shit. And then there's you're the, that you're into BDSM. There's well, BDSM's not bad. For the most part, you know what I'm saying? Smack. Um, no, no, but you're the recipient. Well, sometimes it's not bad. Um, anyways, the last third. Did you just admit you're into spanking? You're. I spank the shit out of people. I, anyways, um, are you into getting spanked? No, no. <laughs> anyways, so the last third <laughs> is Jones is trying to, to change the subject. The last third is you're taking dick from somebody. It might be a dude, a big hairy dude, a chick. It might be a big black dude, might be a big Mexican dude, might be a big Asian dude, might be a big dude with a penis and tits, and And a Frank and Fanny, and a Frank and Fanny. (laughs) And you know, I, I don't think that I would like to be famous for that. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Rich for it, but different. but you have but you have to take the good with the bad in this example. So and, would you take the good with the bad together and be rich and famous? Because there's not? a chance that I could get gang banged by 25 dudes. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say Four yes. Big guys. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, <laughs> say, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Sign me up right now. That was the fact. That was the determining factor right there. I want Jamal, Larry, and all of his BBC. friends to fuck me. No, I. Uh, if that chance is there, no thanks, man. And if it was just women, I did that for free for years. So I don't, I don't see. All right. What's my would you rather? All right. Would you rather watch anime once a week 
and be able to watch whatever you want after. Or watch whatever you want once a week and never be able to watch anything ever again. So you get one day a week of Ooh. of anime or you get one day and six days a week of watching whatever you want or you get one day a week of watching whatever you want and six days a week of watching nothing. Do I get to choose the anime? Yeah, anything you want. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Huh, fucking weeb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, way I to tell it. <laughs> I didn't say the volume was on, and I didn't say that it would just be playing in the background on a screen somewhere that I wasn't even looking at. You, you didn't specify. The last, uh, not last podcast, one before, you mentioned How's Moving Castle and all of those. Those are all fair game. So all those, all those cult oh, classics. Oh, you're talking about like Spirited Away and yeah, those Princess are all... Mononoke. Well, see, I've seen those before, though. Yeah, and they're phenomenal. So those are all, those are all in, in there. You're good to go. Okay. I mean, at least watch High School DSD and see some tits while I'm at it. You're a fucking degenerate. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> you also might be. Never mind. That's basically anime porn. I'm sorry. What were you about to say? Well, I'm not gonna say the podcast. I want to get you arrested, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay, yeah, we can cut that part out. I'm not going to. No. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, that's rough. We've all, all watched high right. school <laughs> So that Days goes into our uh, debate, right? <laughs> yeah. How's that for a segue? You know, it's a segue, and this isn't the actual thing because my computer shut oh, down. Yeah, because we're debating yeah. again. We didn't save it. <laughs> Uh, shit, what are we debating again? Uh, oh, it was, best, uh, streaming oh best streaming platforms. <laughs> streaming platforms, that's right. Alright. So. You want to give him a little heads up? Shit. Heads up how this goes real quick, YP. Sure, alright. So, uh, the debate this, debate this, and don't get me started, were the, really, they were the original two founding topical segments within our uh podcast it's essentially everything this is what we base our podcast around is the debate and the um don't get me started and also the you laugh you lose there at the end those were our three founding ideals that we wanted to um to explore and it really it's came out of just four years of us being roommates and us doing this a lot, just kind of free, kind of free handed, you know, like we, we would just randomly debate things. Either we were legitimately going head to head in hashing out some ideas that we had opposing viewpoints on, or a lot of times it was Jones being devil's advocate, just kind of trying to poke holes in my argument, which not only strengthened my arguments, but then it also, you know, it was a good way for us to, you know, learn about things that each other we were you know we knew a little bit more about so four years of us just randomly uh debating things together it turned into hey let's make this the basis of the podcast essentially yeah um and so what we've been doing then is we will do a topic that is uh non-political non-religious um yeah, non-political, non-religious, because we we want to stay away. We want to stay away from the super serious topics, so we keep them lighthearted. Most of our, funny enough, most of our 
uh, debates have revolved around food yes. because it seems to be one of the only things that you and I don't really agree on a lot. It's true. It's it's becoming difficult. So we've started to work in some other ideas that we're going to hash out like devil's advocate, which we've been planning for, oh, excuse me, quite some time now. Mm -hmm. um, it was supposed to make its appearance last week. But um, we didn't end up having a podcast last week, mm -hmm. so uh, we're gonna we're gonna shelve that one for a later date. Um, and that also, will be doing. Be... We're gonna do once a month, right? So it would be yeah. In lieu the of last the last podcast this, of the month, we would do a a devil's advocate, um, mm -hmm. which will be a more serious topic. Generally speaking, like the the one that mm -hmm. we had, um, the devil's advocate that we had talked about doing last week was gun control. Um, I think we might still do that one. Yes, which we could definitely still do um, at some point this month. Yeah, and we share the same opinion on these topics. We're not going to tell you the, which opinion that yeah. we. Yeah, I was going to say the idea behind Devil's Advocate is that you don't know which of us falls. You'll you'll be able to figure out which Probably. one of us falls on which side of the argument depending on our argument, but you don't know. You won't know if we if that's the side of the argument that we truly believe. If we do our jobs right as debaters and arguers. You shouldn't be able to tell if these are our truly core held beliefs or not. Um, but there will be two sides of an argument and it will be of a more serious variety. Yes. Uh, you may have been wondering what those little counters were above our heads. Um, if you wanted to know, uh, check out our previous podcast where we had our first guest podcaster. We did. Who? Yep. Actually, what this he, um, like Stephen Jones, a good friend of ours from our first base and from basic training and tech school. Uh, he was kind of a live judge for our debate, and obviously, Jones, do you remember who he declared as the winner? Yeah, I, him and I have to have a talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, so we kind of had a live judge, which is what those, it was a, it was a running point counter that you mm -hmm. saw up there. So yeah, all right, Jonesy, I went first, oh no, you went first on, um, don't get me started, so I will start off. The debate okay all right so go ahead and hit my timer for me um i think the best streaming platform is netflix all right and, and here's a couple reasons why one it was the og there is something to be said about being the og two because of what they did they disrupted an entire industry right there is no more family video mr movies blockbuster right they've all gone the way of the dodo because netflix revolutionized how we get movies at home and originally it was they had a limited amount of movies that were available to stream free but the rest do you remember this jones it was the dvd delivery service to your door oh yeah right? it, it's uh, kind of like the red DVD. box and uh no, no 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 this was even before red box red box came out after this but you could set up a list of movies that you wanted to see or that you wanted to rent from netflix and they would mail them to you you would watch it for however long you wanted mail it back and then they would send you the next movie. So there was this ever-revolving uh, series of movies that were mailed to your door. That was revolutionary, mm -hmm. right? And they... Lost a shitload so of out... money. <laughs> <laughs> so out of that came Redbox, right? So maybe you had a movie that was like fifth on your list and you knew you weren't going to get it till next week. You could go over to Redbox, pick mm -hmm. it up real quick, take it home... But again, Redbox had uh, late fees because you can only have them for 24 hours, right? 
So what Netflix, I think the reason I am picking Netflix is because they were, the idea was so revolutionary. You know, dis disregarding what it's become at, in its original form was revolutionary in a bunch of different ways. So that's why I'm picking Netflix. All right. I will agree uh, on the fact that Netflix was revolutionary. Um, but a lot of the times the revolutionary platform is great, but the things that come after it um, just do it a little bit better. And the one that I think is doing it the best right now, specifically, is Paramount+. Plus. They are putting out some fucking bangers, dude. Um, they're a product of CBS, so anything that you watch on TV from CBS is on uh, Paramount+. Plus. So if you like watching crime shows like FBI and all of those, Paramount+, Plus, uh, they have a really good selection of horror movies, uh, and they're starting to put out some just really really fucking good um originals like tulsa king um and yellowstone and all of those so paramount plus to me is the new guy on the block that's starting to get better and better than the other competitors uh and they're backed by a major network which is helping a lot i think so but paramount plus isn't the producer that's just the streaming service that supports it these are cbs productions right it's I think it's the parent company CBS, I believe. Right. But which company is actually producing the shows? Paramount. Is you sure? So, so Paramount is a uh a publisher, right? And they have been for years. You've seen them in all kinds of movies. Well, uh, I know and, Paramount and, Pictures. Yeah, right, so Paramount they... Pictures is so they basically partner with CBS, in my understanding. They partner with CBS and go, here's our streaming service. CBS goes, hey, okay. you can have all of our shows. They'll be exclusive to Paramount+. And here's Plus. our stuff. Right. And then Paramount, okay. all the pic the Paramount Pictures, movies, etc., are then posted on here as well. Gotcha. Okay. Because for some reason, I, I didn't think that Paramount, I thought it was just the streaming service. I didn't know if they were producers, which was going to be my counter argument to why Netflix is better is because Netflix is actually a producer. They're producing their own shows and they're producing their own movies. You know, you'll yes. you'll notice these these are Netflix original movies or Netflix original TV show. The fact that this company that started as simply originally Netflix started as a um a competitor to movie rentals. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to be the guy that took on a movie rental Mm -hmm. um company like family video or blockbuster or hollywood video and all those other places um that was the original plan but then they realized pretty quickly holy smokes we can get a whole bunch of tvs or tv shows and movies that we can just stream them for a monthly fee right and then they grew so big so fast that they're like well shit we don't even we don't even need to start making contracts with other companies to get their movies. We can make our own movies, mm -hmm. right? No other streaming platform did that the way Netflix did. And like we mentioned earlier with our top 5, there are a ton of really good Netflix originals. So, even if you're not using them for the streaming side of things, even if you just want to watch them for originals for for movies even, Netflix is still the place to go. I I think 
for a wider variety. I think a wider variety, yes. For for Paramount, you've got Paramount shows and CBS shows. That's it. Okay, cool. They've been putting out some really good stuff lately. Sure. But that wasn't always the case. And that won't always be the case. I so here's where I disagree with you. Yes, it was not always the case because they're a new platform within the past really year. Um, but what they put so out. Long? That's a good question. I think that because the parent companies are Paramount Productions um, and the partnered with CBS, they come from an old school mindset of, of television, right? But then they wisened up to the I hate this fucking phrase, the COVID years. That's all a crock of shit. Um, I'm sorry, I have to go on this tangent for a second. If your business says that they can't do something because of COVID, they're fucking lying. That's all I'm saying. Ask why. So I can't get this to you because of COVID. Why? Give me the exact specifications because they're just fucking mm. lying for being lazy. Anyways. Um, so they were they were a, a new company. They saw the success of the Hulu's and the Netflixes, um, and the HBOs when they when they went through and and uh, mm. put their stuff on streaming platforms too. So they're they a went, bandwagon startup. Wait for me. Wait, wait for it. Yes, but that doesn't bandwagon doesn't always mean worse. So they go through and they go, okay, we have all this money and we have all these great producers uh, and directors and everything contacted through our companies. They're making phenomenal content like criminal minds for years right so why don't we take this out like of... 15 seasons dude they're something like that something like that they matter forever and that's a yeah. great show so they go mm-hmm. okay how do we make this more available i mean really it's make more money because that's what anybody in business cares about but how do we make this more available to more people and they come out with paramount plus um a lot of stream platforms like uh, I think fucking Fox had a, a Fox Plus or something like that for a while. Yeah, CBS had its, CBS had its own thing for a while, and it was dog shit. Um, there's been a lot of companies. AMC has one that's dog shit. There's been a lot of companies that came out and tried to make a a streaming platform based on their content, and they've been dog mm-hmm. shit. This one's highly successful because they take all of that money and all of that production value and everything they've had for years, and they're funneling it into great productions like Tulsa King, Yellowstone. Um, they mm. picked up seal teams. The new se- seasons of seal team are paramount productions. Yep. Uh, they picked up old series like fresh Prince. Um, they have NCIS too. They have NCIS. They have a ridiculously good, um, horror section. They have Waco, mm-hmm. the new, the new show that came out Waco. Oh, is that the one with Taylor kitsch? Yes. Playing David Koresh. One of my, yeah, I, I- my f- I need to see that one. One of my favorite shows, um, FBI. I fucking love that show. Oh, yeah. You've been a fan of that one for a hot minute. They bought out but... the show Evil from from Netflix, um, which follows a priest. He's trying to like get rid of demons and shit, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good show. Phenomenal show. They they bought that one out, so we'll go over to their platform. They're just doing their, their startup now, kind of like Netflix was about five, six, seven years ago. They're in that phase Uh. right now, but I think they're going to continue to be good and maybe even great because of the direction they're, they're going right off the bat. But again, all of these other streaming platforms are just capitalizing on the success that Netflix started. True. Like I, like I said earlier, I think it was the crux of my argument. 
there is something to be said about being the OG. Yes. Right. And I, I think that and I think the fact that Netflix hasn't lost any steam, even with all of these other streaming platforms coming out. Um, yeah, they've had their hiccups with, uh, you know, constantly raising their monthly subscription rates or yada, yada, yada. Um, I think there is still something to be said about the fact that they're the first, they're the biggest. And not only that, but they spawned a whole generational mindset. You know, like even the term Netflix and chill, they people don't come over to Paramount and Plus and chill. They don't come over to Disney Plus and no, chill. No, it's Paramount and People Pound. come over. <laughs> I just made that on top of my head. <laughs> That's well done. That's good stuff. But no, people come over to Netflix and chill. It's yeah. a cultural icon of our of the mid 2000s or the mid 2010s even. I mean, you're not so wrong. So much with... so much so that I think it's doing an injustice to try and say that any other streaming platform is doing better <laughs> when really all they're doing is is capitalizing on what Netflix already built. And that's not necessarily I, I true. I just I just don't I just don't see the argument that something's better th than the original when they're still mooching off of the same um same system. So I'll I'll step in here, right? So that's not necessarily true. Um, Paramount Studios uh, and Paramount, all of that, has been around long before Netflix has. So much that Netflix has taken stuff from Paramount prior to Paramount Plus being activated and CBS prior to them partnering and doing everything uh, and, and putting them on their platform. Um, I'd probably have to go back, you know, four or five years to see where. Oh yeah, when Netflix was first starting, they they exactly. had movies so from all the different producers. They they're taking content from, from now. What's happened in the past, uh, maybe two years is all these production companies are going. We've just been giving them rights to do our shit. They've been selling the rights. Yeah, they've been selling it, but we can make more money because we know our product is really good. We can make more money just doing it on our own platform, and some of these platforms fail. Mm -hmm. I'll put it out there right now. Some of the platforms fail, but like Disney Plus did it, and they they came out with stuff like Mandalorian, uh, a lot of these originals. And what they were able to do is instead of um, putting out a bunch of content like they used to, they put out really good content now because they have a streaming platform they can put originals on, so they can pay directors to come in and go. Oh, we make more money off of our our new platform. So we can pay director X to go make this original series that we couldn't do before because we were paying Netflix to use our, uh, or Netflix was paying us a good rate, but not a great rate to use our mm -hmm. content. So now we have all this money that we can do. And we can make more original content with, and I think you're going to see things like Disney plus things like Paramount plus, um, not so much Hulu. They're kind of dog shit. Um, Maybe YouTube, they'll probably start coming in this in this too in the next four or five years overtake Netflix. And the reason I say that is in the past year, Netflix has been in a lot of, I guess, controversy is what people call it, um, about some of their their future plans. Like one of their future plans is, um, and they backtracked from this pretty quickly after it got uh, taken up by the public, was they're going to put ads in even if you pay. So even if you're a paying customer, they were going to slap ads on there to make more money. And mm. Netflix uh, has um, corporatized more 
than I think these other platforms because their whole strategy now, just like how Twitch is doing, um, is to just make more money. They got, I don't know if they got bought out by another company, but they have some pressures from some investors. They're saying, make us more money. And it's going to lead to the downfall of their, of their platform. I think as opposed to a Paramount who's been around since the fucking fifties, who's an established brand with established money, established investors that knows where their company's going and where they've come from. Just late to the streaming game. They're they're just a little late to the streaming game. They wanted to see how you know how it was done, and I'll give it I'll give it to Netflix saying that they did it first, uh, and they did very well with it, and they came up with a lot of good originals that we went over earlier. Um, but I think that as the years go on, they're going to get overtaken by some other platforms. That's what I'll say. It's an interesting. Um prophetic statement considering that as you described they won't be doing anything any differently than netflix is already doing because everything that you just said about paramount you know hiring their own directors to make their own movies to stream on their own platform well that's not necessarily true netflix is already doing that and i think my fine my closing argument would be this when Netflix first started, they had movies and TV shows able to rent and stream from all the different companies, mm-hmm. which is what made them great because they literally had anything you could possibly want. I think the fact that they survived after all the individual companies pulled their shit out of Netflix's off of that platform and Netflix still survived and thrived making their own original content. I think that speaks I think that speaks more so than we can we can understand. So And I'll I'll do my closing as well then. Um Paramount doesn't do it the same way that, that Netflix does. And and one of the big reasons of that of that is they're partnered with or co owned by CBS. So anything that broadcasts on TV through CBS, those the shows that everyone likes and everything, they're gonna be on uh Paramount Plus. Those type of things will not be on Netflix, generally speaking, unless it's like way older stuff that we used to watch in like 2010, 2015. Um, they'll upload these videos like the week after the episode airs, so you can go on there, and or maybe the week of or day of the episode airs, so you can go in and watch on the streaming platform. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, they don't have a lot. Li- oh, they do have a live TV and sports and everything, so they have their own like. Like YouTube TV, you uh, Hulu TV esque um, platform as well, so you can go watch sports and live shows and shit. It almost may it almost sounds like your argument for Paramount is that they were able to get a big donor to no, I'm to just come saying in and boost all of their they're making, products in CBS. They're making uh, a whole platform, right? the The big thing, like Netflix, has them in movies. I'll say. By far, Netflix has the better movies, uh, movie selection for the most part, but but Paramount Plus is coming out with the shows, um, because they can take everything from CBS, which has been around for how many fucking years, and everything that's coming out, and they can invest in their own shows like Tulsa King, 1923, Yellowstone. They picked up Seal Team to keep that going. Um, Mayor of Kingstown. Or to keep themselves going. Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, fucking Star Trek. There's a new. I just looked. There's a new show by Star Trek, Criminal Minds. Like, they're taking all these big franchises and they're they're continuing them. Um, I think that's going to be the key to their success. It's not going to be the movies, for the most part. 
All right. I have one closing statement to make, and then we'll move on to our favorite portion of the night. Uh, Netflix survived the mass exodus of all the other platforms' Dude, content. You can't do two closing statements. Well, this is a really good one. Well, this is my... I'll do it. I'm doing a second one, too, then. <laughs> all right. Fine. It's been told. Netflix... This is my statement. Netflix survived a mass exodus of movies and shows from their platforms to other respective platforms. The crux of your argument is that Paramount is able to incorporate stuff from CBS. So my closing argument would be then, would Paramount be as successful as it is as a streaming platform if it didn't have anything from CBS, if it was purely on its own? Well, I'll I would, I would submit you. to you no. I'll debunk that one by you because it's not possible for that to happen because <laughs> they're partnered, um, maybe even co-ownered. I have to look into that more. So if it's a CBS based platform, it, it's impossible for them not to be successful at CBS because they are CBS. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that wouldn't work. Now, are they going to go out now? I'll, I'll give you this. They're not going to go out to, Fox and they're not going to go out to AMC and they're not going to go out to well maybe AMC they might be owned by CBS too or they might go out to another fucking uh, big time ABC are they going to go out and get their content no where they're they're going to be specifically CBS and Paramount content all the Paramount Productions movies and shows and everything all the CBS movies and show and everything that's all they're going to ever be so two different companies I think they're one, honestly. If Dude, I, I honestly think they're probably one. For argument, for argument's sake, it's kind of two like, companies. It's kind of like Disney. combining their resources versus one company who's able to keep up with them, only providing no, it's their kinda, own content. It's kind of like they're kind of like Disney. Disney's gonna put out Disney productions. That's all they're gonna put out. They're not gonna put out uh, fucking DC stuff because they're not that. They're not gonna put out everything. They're gonna find a niche that they're gonna be probably good at. Have Disney and Pixar. Yeah, so they're gonna have Disney and Pixar. So. They're going to find, they have this niche that they have, and they're going to use this niche to be successful as opposed to a Netflix who has a broad uh, spectrum of, of content. Um, I'll end with, they're not there yet, but they're the, like I said earlier, they're the new kid on the block. And I think they're going to be wildly successful because the money they have behind them, the production company that they've had for 50 years um and the content that they put out right off the bat like Tulsa King and all of those are so fucking good that to me it only shows that this company is going to go good places cuz sometimes you get a company that comes out and they just lay some shitters right <laughs> this company's coming out just laying bangers the whole fucking time uh and i think that's why they can be successful because their originals are so good um, that I think they'll continue to be that because they have 50, 60, 70 years of experience doing this specifically. All right. Chat. All right. We'll leave it up to the viewers. Let us know. What let you us know think. what you think. Um, I'll say I'll probably lose because more people know about Netflix than Paramount plus, but <laughs> if you haven't checked out Paramount plus do it, there's some fucking bangers. Yeah. I was looking by the way earlier. So I was, I had it on my other screen. Mm -hmm. There is a show. Who was the actor of Twenty Four for a long time? Kiefer Sutherland. He has a new show, Rabbit Hole. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but you he's got it. 
He's got a new show on Paramount Plus. So I'm probably going to go watch that. Pretty cool. All right. While you are pulling up uh, the videos and stuff, I'm going to take a quick pee. Yep. I'll be right back. And then I'll go over again while he's using the restroom. Um, excuse me. Follow us on other platforms. So follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Music. Literally anything you can possibly think of for streaming, follow us on. We're there. Deezer. Uh, Google has podcasts, apparently. Excuse me. Samsung has podcasts, apparently. Uh, you can look us up on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitch when we're live. You can go to Rumble. It automatically uploads to there, too. So basically, anything you can possibly think of, we're there. Um, but the next segment we're going to get into is one of our favorites by far. And this is our You Laugh, You Lose. So our You Laugh, You Lose is just O'Leary and I watching some funny-ass videos. Um, we'll have a counter up here, which I'll show you in a sec. Bam, bam. We'll have a counter. As you can see, I lost last week. And because I lost last week, see that uh, that package right there? That package means I lost last week. Oh, and I'm just in time. That's something that, that I'm going to have to open. So I'm going to go open into... It open it now. Open it now. <laughs> open it now. All right. Um, I'm going to open it now, and then we'll say goodbye to our podcast listeners after the fact. But Yes. I lost four to three last week. I kind of gave you the win. I'm going to be honest. Uh... But we got do not bend. Yes, please do not bend. We'll see about that. Let's see what the actual sign looks like. <laughs> Straight out of the closet. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Jones, where are you sitting right now? That's hilarious because my <laughs> computer room is my giant closet. <laughs> it's in your closet. <laughs> oh, so, my God. It's not a sign. Ooh. It, what? It's a piece oh, of... Oh, what, what the fuck? I paid for a sign. You better get your money back. Ooh. But that's fucking funny. But that's hilarious. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Um... Okay, so I, I do want to say, the one that I originally bought for you, at the same time I bought the, the two gay guys in the shower Yeah. sign... It was a, it was a, another rainbow style. So this one apparently never ended up getting delivered. Okay. Um, it said, um, "Don't mind me. I'm thinking about the furry fandom," and it's also got a a uh, rainbow flag in the background. I gotta get more mean with you. I've been giving you like <laughs> softballs and even throwing me gay dudes fucking each other in the bathroom and. You sent me a naked anime chick in a bowl of noodles saying send nudes. That's a cool sign. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that sign. I was like, man, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Buy it for yourself. I almost did buy it for myself. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So the straight out of the closet one, I thought was perfect for you because you're literally in a closet. That's fine. Not because I'm calling you gay, but. But also. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking hilarious. Closet jokes is great. Um, All righty. So, yeah, I got to log in my uh, shit real pod- quick. Our podcast listeners, we do greatly appreciate you guys. Um, last we checked, we still do have listeners from all around the world. We do. It's been a little bit no, less because true. of our posting schedule. 
robot. Right. Our practically non-existing posting schedule. Tell your friends. You know? Yeah. We would also love to hear from you. We would love to get content ideas from you. Um, we would love video submissions, for one, for our Try Not to Laugh Challenge. The way it's been working is Jones and I have been scouring our respective social media platforms and just finding funny videos that we want to make use to make each other laugh. Um, but we would love to get um, viewer submissions. You can send those to doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, no caps, no spaces, no squigglies, no dashes. Um, you can also send us debate topics that you want us to debate. Um, also, don't get me started topics. You know, the either you love it or you hate it. We would love to get viewer and listener submissions. Also, feel free to comment on our YouTube videos when these do get posted. We would love to see these comments, uh, which parts made you laugh. If you want to take the Try Not To or the You Laugh, You Lose challenge with us, uh, we would love to hear about uh, which videos made you guys laugh the hardest. And um, also, submitting ideas for what you want to see as punishments for when we lose the You Laugh, You Lose challenge. We've been doing the signs, which I have three of them now. Jones has three of them now. Oh, we're even. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The last one you gave me says doesn't play well with liberals. <laughs> and I found that absolutely hilarious because it's incredibly true. And I just dropped one of my Reese's pieces. Bummer. Uh, but yeah, so any of these submissions that you guys want to see done on the podcast, you can email the ideas to doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com or comment or comment on our YouTube videos, or tune in on our Twitch channel here. When you watch us live, you can converse with us in the chat. We're usually pretty active about keeping the chat involved. Um, our good friend Echo is a regular with us, and we love his input. He has sent video submissions in the past, and we appreciate him for that. So, without I, further adieu... Dude, I totally forgot. Jones has been sending us videos oh, like shoot. fucking That's crazy right. dude yeah do we so, want to save those for next week no, let's just fucking because full send them. because no 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 save them for next week because i'm not sure how many new videos i'm gonna be able to find before next week the only reason i have so many submissions is because i'm going back to all the way you know beginning of last month all right you know what i mean so let's save jones's submissions for next week all right we'll let jones know I'm sure uh, I'm sure he'll listen, but um, so. I'm still getting it. So for our listeners, for those of you who are just listening and not going to watch us on YouTube, uh, this is where we will leave you. We appreciate you for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for stopping yeah. by. We will hopefully see y'all next week. Bye. See ya. <laughs>